Welcome to today's New Life Live podcast. Today's podcast is brought to you by you. Your donations make this podcast possible. Please consider donating today using the New Life app. Visit newlife.com or call 1-800-NEW-LIFE. Welcome to New Life Live with host and founder of New Life Ministries, Stephen Arterburn. For 35 years, New Life has been transforming lives one at a time thanks to the giving hearts of you, our listeners. Our goal is to provide you with wisdom from God's Word to give you hope and help in life's hardest places. If you have a question you'd like to ask today, our phone lines are open. Call 1-800-229-3000. That number again is 1-800-229-3000. Now here's Steve. Hi there, and welcome to New Life Life. So glad you're here today. And uh, joining me, I've got three women here in this first segment. We've First of all, we've got Dr. Alice Benton. Alice, hi. Hi, folks. Hi, Steve. We've got Becky Brown. Hello, um, everybody. Who I said this weekend that uh, the title Miracle Worker was already taken. <laughs> so You're we've got generous. other titles for her. You're generous. And then Stacy Sadler, one of our clinicians that we have worked with, one of the few people that, if I have a bad attitude, would come to me and say, what? what's going on with you? True. And I said, you know, this is the kind of person that we need on our board. And she is one of our board members because she speaks truth in love. And we welcome that at New Life. So, Stacy, welcome. And Thanks. I want to mention, while you're here, you have been a part of Restore now you're one of the presenters at Restore. Um, tell me what it is that happens there that transforms women's lives. Well, a whole lot of questions that these women have get answered. They um, leave with a plan. They leave with a group of women that get them and understand them and um, they just come away with hope. Um, they come in hopeless. I mean, right now, I'm sure if someone's listening, they have questions. So many questions about what in the heck is going on in my marriage. And they can come this weekend and find hope and find answers for their questions. They can find, uh, you know, if they're lonely, they can find connection, which is huge in this yeah. journey. And here's another thing. Because I've been, uh, I had a lot in common with those women. Um there's confusion. Mm-hmm. After you've been betrayed, there's a lot of confusion. And, uh, for instance, some might say instantly divorce. Others might say under no circumstance divorce. And we present you with the truth. And the truth is that if you have what I call the serial killer, there's no <laughs> no repentance, then Divorce may be the only option for safety and other reasons, but we encourage people to see if it could be helped. But that isn't what Restore is about. Restore right. is about restoring her soul. Mm-hmm. That's right. Even when the marriage can't be. That's right. And that's pretty confusing to try to sort out. Is there hope? Is there not hope? Is he doing what he's supposed to be doing? What about me? What am I supposed to be feeling? What am I supposed yeah. to be doing? There's so many question marks they come in with, but we've got so many answers for them and a lot of hope to give. When I was betrayed, people would say what we always say, you know, it's not about you. 
And I was thinking, well, yeah, it was because <laughs> I was the one married to this person. But it really isn't about the woman. And it's hard to understand that, but you do once you come. And if you are in the valley of the shadow of death over this betrayal, mm-hmm. this could change everything. You know, there's what so, else? Well, there's so yeah. many women that come and then when they leave, they're like, I didn't know that I needed this. Yeah. And so right. if you're listening, take a bold step. And I know you'd encourage them to do the same. For sure. Lucy. And the, the, they think they're not worth it. They think it's this weekend. They think who's going to watch the kids? Why not? Just right. take the chance. You're worth it. Yep. Just go. Just do it. Come join us. 1-800-NEW-LIFE to hear about Restore or NewLife.com. It's this Friday. 1-800-229-3000 to join us on the program right here. 1-800-229-3000. Thousand. We are just back from our marriage intensive. Oh my goodness, transformation mm. happens on the weekends with new life. <laughs> yep. All right, 1 800 229 3000. We would love to talk to you. Call us 1 800 229 3000. To find out more information about New Life or to order any of the resources mentioned on today's program, call 1-800-NEW-LIFE. Now back to New Life Live. We're back and there are many struggles that people are having and we can help you with that. Whether it's a parenting problem or weight or sexual integrity, you can call us and it's confidential and we want to help you with everything we have. This is the start of Lent today and i was sharing with our folks that the acronym i use for lent l stands for light that we we live by god's uh, light the truth of his word provides light into our souls into our lives and then e stands for examination we need to be looking in and when we look there's the in what do we need what do we need to do what needs to be repaired and then the T stands for time. Take, if, if you're sacrificing something, giving up something, take that time and spend it with the Lord. But it is an amazing time coming up toward Easter and anything that we can do to honor the sacrifice of Jesus is such a wonderful thing, appropriate thing. And I hope that you'll think about maybe the family could do something to observe Lent together. All right, 1-800-229-3000. And uh, how about we go to Emma? Emma is calling from Anchorage, Alaska. Hi. Hi there. How can we help today, Emma? Well, first, I just want to say thank you so much for your program, and um, I've been listening for a long time, and I, I just have gotten so much from it. I thank you. Well, thank you for um, that. Appreciate my, it. My adult daughter um, is marrying a woman this weekend, and um, we obviously see the... Um, that very differently. She thinks it's okay. She's a believer, um, but she has um, reconciled that in her mind that God is 
okay and um, is, is accepting of what she's doing. And her dad and I um, don't feel that way. And we, we've had some really good conversation of, about, you know, this is something we see differently, but I love you, I can't support it, um, but, you know, I want to be part of your life. Yeah. And, and really, in, in every other way, I would say um, things are really good. Um, she, like, she's okay. a person I'm so proud of, and yet okay. that breaks my heart. Sure. Now let me and ask you this. Her dad has a. Let me ask you a quick uh, question, and then I want to hear your sure. question for us. What? Um, okay. How does she reconcile the Bible with what mm. she's doing? What does she say about that? Well, I think, um, like you can find a lot of churches who will say it's okay, right? And and I think. She went through, uh, I would say, probably an eight or so year struggle where it was really, she was trying to um, change, you know, trying to not have that desire and not, like, she's been in a a long relationship with a woman who I really like, but they weren't, you know, going to be married or be in a relationship that way, Um, and think what happened was she loves Jesus. She doesn't want to, she can't walk away from her faith. And I yeah. think living in that ambivalence was misery for her. Yeah. And that she, in the end, found ways to say, well, this is a cultural, you know, this is like, oh, women shouldn't braid their hair. And that God is for love and faithfulness and loyalty, and, and that covers this. And so that's the way she's reconciled it. And and okay. I've just been able to say, like, when I read those same scriptures, to me, that's not where I come to. And and so it's like where she wrote this very mature letter to her dad. Um, she has a hard time telling him. And um, and basically, she's in the same place I am. It's like, I, I love you, and I'm heartbroken, and I can't share that with you. And she's on the other side saying, I love you. This is really hard. And, uh, okay. you know, I... So, to, so ask us I, a question. I, I totally, I think all of us really get how painful and confusing this can be. How could we help you? What's your question for us? Well, I, one of the main things, my husband, um, we have <clears throat> the same belief that it's not okay. And I lean toward, I'm... I'm going to just love her and be as much a part of her life as I can. Okay. <clears throat> and um, but what's the question for us? Condoning or supporting? It's how do I help my husband, who is just I, um, he just wants no part of their relationship, which mm. I understand. But it's like accepting the reality that that's where she is. And okay. condoning let us it. help she you. She has no doubt let, where we sit. How let can us I help, help you. him? Okay, let us help <laughs> you, Emma. You you want some help yeah. here, and I want to give that to you. I want to start with Becky and mm-hmm. see what she's thinking, and then we'll go to Alice, and then I want to uh, chime in here I, a bit. You know, I kind of knew, Emma, that that was going to be your question. 
Um, because, <laughs> well, because you said I've stayed connected to her and we've talked about it. She knows my side. So there's no confusion there. The hard part about marriage on a regular basis is how do I connect with my spouse about difficulties that come into our lives, no matter what the subject is. In this situation, um, there's a difference in um, values and beliefs. And your husband's rejection of her, is is it active right now? Like, is he talking with her? Or is it like the day she gets oh, married? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. He's... He, it's like he said to me, and they both actually said this to me, if it weren't for this issue, we'd be best friends. Okay. Like, they're, okay. they're so then, so much alike. So right. Close, so but, the, but Emma. Hold on, hold on. Emma. Emma, Emma so, here's the thing. You, yeah. you guys have processed a lot. So you said, how do I help my husband with this? You both yeah. then connect with each other to support one another in this process of uh-huh. going forward so that you can maintain family connection, um, so that you can love her. Um, it, you're not going to be able to control her choices. You've already figured that out. But in, right. in your question yeah. to how to help him, it's to have him have a space for him to commiserate with you or to be sad, maybe uh-huh. pray together about it, and so that you can move forward. Um, because you can make a big deal I out think- of it, and it is a big deal. But it's yeah. it is her life, and that's the hard part of having adult children. I mean, it's just it's the hard and part really about is. having kids, right? Yeah, and and I would recommend both of you to join us for. I, you should join us for our uh, with Jim Burns on mm. April Courageous 1st. Parents, yep. Courageous parenting these adult mm. children, and you've got a very complicated thing. Now you called us for help. Alice is a. Is a wonderful person of the word and wisdom. Alice, what are you thinking here? Emma, I would ask you to keep praising his ongoing effort to stay connected with her because he's going counter to what Uh the urge is to disconnect. So praise his courage and reiterate how much she continues to need her father's influence, even though she's taking a path apart from your spiritual path. And then I'd also I'd also have you invite him into conversation to pray about forgiving her for the choice she's making and praying for forgiveness for yourselves as parents for whatever your role might be in this. And by that I mean I wonder if he's carrying shame or doubt or insecurity about what is it about me as a dad that my daughter is choosing this path. I think it would be subconscious perhaps if he is going through that. You no, know, I, I think it's real <laughs> like I think he questions like oh did I what did I not do and and so on and 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 we've talked about that and but yeah so I anything else there Alice and then go ahead Steve no what else did you have thank you Alice well Emma Continuing to invite him into a comfort circle style of listening and acknowledging that we both have been imperfect parents and parental imperfection does tend to influence our children's choices. It's not the only factor and it's not the fault for her choices or her same sex attraction, but it often is a part of the process that she has gone through. So your willingness, Emma, to also continue to humbly search and self-evaluate. What about me as an imperfect mom? Let's accept that we've been imperfect Mm -hmm. parents. And perhaps you even, again, offer that conversation to your daughter. I'm sure you already have. And Okay, so Mm -hmm. I want to say this. I think your path of engagement 
is the choice that has the most benefits mm-hmm. because a lot of marriages have so much difficulty they don't last and your engagement ensures okay. you're going to be there for her whatever it is and and also you're going to solve this big mystery will they love me no matter what you're saying yes i will oh, yeah. and right. then to be sure that everybody knows acceptance of her is not condoning what she does right and that we can right. ex- just jesus didn't condone zacchaeus cheating people and goes to dinner with him (laughs) he was connected Uh to zacchaeus and the result was transformation finally one of the things that people use to say that this is okay is they would say this is the way god made me Uh have you heard that before oh yeah (laughs) so that is I have seen, when I, I'm going to tell you what I have to say about that, but I've seen people that are really, really convinced they're on the right track stop and have to think about this for the first time. Um, does God make a spina bifida baby? Is that what God intends for that baby? No. Yeah. But in a fallen world, people are born in a way not the way God would have them born if we were in the Garden of Eden. But in a fallen world, there's disease, there's desire, all these things. And to say this is how God made me because this is what God wants me to do is really naive about the world and what God does. And i got to tell you, I believe God has a different plan for every person. And in that different plan, we all have struggles. And we have to either go with the feeling, go with the crowd, or fight the most difficult fight ever when it comes to things that are sexual. Because nothing in this world but a little tiny voice in the Christian community says that there's anything wrong. And many people, as she says, in the Christian community have accepted this. I want to tell you something. I was in a conversation with a very wise man yesterday, and our conversation was, the Bible is confusing about many things. It is, it is not confusing about sexuality, about gender, about marriage. It is not confusing. You either believe what Jesus said or you don't. Believe it. That's the bottom line. Now, Is it the unpardonable sin? No, it is not. The unpardonable sin is not accepting Jesus as your Savior. Um, I would encourage you to look at the blog post of, I think it's Patrick Sprinkle? Is that right? Preston. Preston Sprinkle. Always get it wrong, but I'm close. (laughs) Preston Sprinkle. And I would also invite you to look at his interview with Helena. It's amazing. It's there. It's one of the most prominent interviews there because she was exactly where your daughter is. And she was able to see what the attraction was to another woman. And she is not there, but it was courageous and bold. By the way, I know that many of you don't agree with what I just said. 
I have spent more than five minutes on this. I guarantee you, it's <laughs> um, it's a big issue, and I don't I don't want to minimize the pain and struggle that people are in. But I also know that God is a God of mercy and grace and redemption. That's what I'm counting on. We'll be back. We'd love to hear from you. If you have a question or a comment, call toll-free 1-800-229-3000. Now back to New Life Live. We're back. 1-800-229-3000. Spent a lot of time with that call with from Emma, but I have to tell you, um, it's a tough issue. Mm-hmm. Becky, you were mentioning something that you wanted to share. Yeah, Julie Slattery had a podcast where she talked about or talked with a, a scientist that talked about the confusion of gender roles and how we have not helped our children understand the different types of relationships and so a lot of kids that are younger um, think that they're in love but it's really a best friend and it gets sexualized really quickly he said he had a client once that at age 12 knew that they were same-sex attracted and that was going to be their life and yet he had never even had a romantic relationship at all at 12 making a lifetime decision but i think there's a lot of confusion and alice you even talked about you know there are differences in relationships the phileo love mm-hmm. the eros love all of those different kinds of connections as humans that we have and um you know trying to understand our feelings and our connections with other people is a challenge especially in a culture that wants to tell us what to do with our feelings yeah, and you know, uh, I've Bill Maher, one of the most liberal people in the world, uh, has a sarcastic video, but it it is so full of truth. And he makes the point: there was a time when a person could be a woman, could a young girl be a tomboy, mm-hmm. and and it's a phase. And and of course, there are other folks where it's not just tomboy; it's it's a really big bigger struggle than that. But the point is, we're not offering any alternative other than if you feel this it needs to be sexualized go with the feeling and i'm really glad that you brought that up mm-hmm. okay so um how about we go to another caller 1-800-229-3000 let's talk to rob rob how you doing today okay thanks i appreciate the, the call that was a good one mm-hmm. thank you what can we help you with today, Rob? Oh, I was, I was wondering what your thoughts are on a, like a Ruth and Boaz kind of marriage. You know, like thirty-five year difference. Um, I think Ruth and Boaz made a good choice. <laughs> <laughs> but I bet you're not calling about Ruth and Boaz. Tell us the situation you're in. How old are you? And how old is this other person? Well, I'm like. Uh, 69 and she's like 34 and why would a 34 year old why would she marry someone uh, who's twice her age why would that be uh, she's you know she's tried the younger guys and does not think that works they're so unreliable, immature, and so forth. 
uh-huh. and uh, she's looking for something more stable, more godly, more, um, yeah. Yeah. Okay, and so uh, tell me about her relationship with her mother. Does she have a good relationship with mom? Uh, they're both passed. And what was her relationship good, like good, good, with, good. yeah? Yeah, she has a good relationship with her grandmother. Okay. Now, how about her dad? What What was that like when he was alive? It was good. She really misses him, but she was young. How old was she? When he passed. How old was she, Rob? She said she was a kid. I, I didn't get the okay. exact date, but... Um, okay, well, that's yeah, interesting. So she could be looking for a father figure. Can I ask a question, Steve? I, Rob, how yeah. how did you guys? What's your relationship like? Did, where did you meet? Like all of it's, that kind of stuff. It, it's long distance, just texting and phone calls. Okay. Met on a, a Christian dating site. Okay. Yeah. So um, there are age differences, um, and. I have an age difference with my wife. We went to the pastor, and he said, Look, um, Mary was probably 13, and Joseph in his 30s, and things, all these kinds of things. But here's the key in my situation. Our kids were only seven years apart. We were both um, divorced for reasons that were biblical. And then... Uh, we wanted to have more children. So we were at the same stage of life. She is not at the same stage as you. Right. And, that is a big concern. Well, and Steve, the distance is a big deal. It is a huge deal. It's a deal. huge deal because you may be like Santa Claus to her. No, you know, <laughs> I'm not talking about your age. I'm just talking about the fact that you are not living a regular interaction with her. Um, you know, long right. distance. I understand. I yeah. understand that, and so the, the, the relationship's in a very early stage, and that's why I didn't want to. Oh, got pursue it. it. If there's some, yeah. So I, I want to head it off at the past, but on the other hand, I don't want to rule it out just because of the age difference. Um, I think there's more than just the age difference, though. I would. I mean, that would be my guess. Sure. I, you know, just because of the distance, because of um, sometimes it can feel as though you are her savior. You're rescuing her from uh, being isolated, alone, and all of that kind of thing. Um, You know, age doesn't matter if you don't mind, so to speak, but there's a lot of other things that are going on here um, that that I think are causing you to pause. When she was... Right, right. Like, if we we had kids, you know, they'd just be hitting college by the time I'd probably head it off to heaven, you know? Right, right. And you you really... If when you play this out, when you play this out, she's going to be 45 and you're going to be 80. Mm. You have to think about it. I was really living a very anxiety-filled life. I turned on New Life, and the topic that day was about anxiety. And just by listening, I got relief. You can help New Life stay on the air by joining Club New Life today. When you sign up to support us monthly through Club New Life, we'll send you the new member thank you gift of the Life Recovery Bible Personal Size, the one-year Life Recovery Prayer Devotional, the New Life Journal, a New Life Pen and Highlighter, and a New Life Zipper Tote to hold it all. 
Plus, there are ongoing benefits like access to the Club New Life video library, the monthly Club New Life CD or download, quarterly resources, free shipping on purchased resources, and discounts on workshops. Call 1-800-NEW-LIFE. That's 1-800-639-5433. Support Club New Life, and together we can help hurting people find help and hope in life's hardest places. Call 1-800-639-5433 to join Club New Life today. glad you joined us for New Life Live. To be a part of the program, call 1-800-229-3000. Now back to New Life Live. We're back. Steve Arterburn here, and um, the person we were talking to, it seems like, has dropped off. Yeah, they have. I don't know why that happened. It could be technical, whatever. But I do want to say that as we talked at the break, you know, it sounds like, if you're listening... You have not met in person, and I I think it would be very good to not pursue it and meet in person uh, because you don't know her and you don't know if she's looking for a father, and that's why men her age don't work for right. her. You don't know if she's looking for somebody to support her instantly. You just don't know these things. And so please, uh, I think it's, it's setting her free to resolve the issues. And if you meet her, and it, I just wouldn't do it. Well, and there's, a, would, there's a lot of women who are, you know, are older, you know, closer to yeah. your age, Rob, that may be more interesting um, to you if you had a chance to know them. And I right. love what you said, though, Steve, set her free, let her find her life yeah all right 1-800-229-3000 i'm going to go to karen here and karen hi karen how are you i'm good how are you great what uh, what's on your mind today Uh, well, I was asked to speak about Women Restore today. Oh, great. Well, speak, please, because we've got women that need it <laughs> and are resisting it. What do you have to say about that? Okay, so what I will say is that initially I was very resistant to um, Women Restore, um, mostly because I'm a very private person. And when I thought of or had the idea, all I thought was, oh, my gosh, I'm going to go there and I'm going to have to tell people all of my business. Mm. Um, But in actuality, it was not like that. And I was a person who was basically really suffering with a lot of trauma that I never really acknowledged as trauma, Um, just everyday life things. And I was just dealing with them in silence. Upon going to Women Restore, um, what I found was my voice. I also found a community that has continued to sustain me since Women Restore. And I guess most importantly, I found a space where I realized that I wasn't alone. Mm. And that I wasn't responsible for the things that was happening in my life. That I didn't cause them. I didn't have to assume the blame for them, and I wasn't the person that was going to have to fix them. Mm. 
Mm. And so really just finding a space to um, to be okay with where I was and to give myself some grace. Also, the I guess the real aha moment for me was in one of the sessions, there were a lot of group sessions, but then we broke off into uh, small sessions. In one of the large group sessions, they were talking about trauma and how um, innately we just kind of bury things. And I've always told myself, I'm okay, I'm strong, you know. I have a very strong relationship with the Lord, and for me, that sustained me. But in actuality, I wasn't dealing with my trauma at all. Mm. I was renaming it, and I was working, and I was doing all the things, and um, I was still suffering in the in the in the midst of all of that. So, Karen, how are you doing now? I am good, Steve. Mm. I am really, really good. I have my good days and I have my bad days. But even on my bad days, I think I was sharing with um, my healthy community now the other day that I had a trigger and I recognized it as a trigger. And generally, I feel with triggers very unhealthily. But that time, I I really embraced the teachings from new life and all that has been given to me through them. And I chose to do something different. I oh, chose man. to go into oh. worship and to really spend time with the Lord as opposed to isolating and condemning myself and just really creating more trauma on top of the trauma that I actually live with. New Life well, Women's Resort gave me skills. They gave me resources. Um, they empowered me to, to heal me. Mm. To be responsible mm. for my own healing. Mm. Well, Karen, I cannot thank you enough. I hope what you've said might inspire somebody mm-hmm. to join us on Friday for Restore. It to hear you say, "I am good." That that means a lot, and I think a lot of people don't realize how good it can be. Mm-hmm. You just think every day is going to be a bad day, and that isn't the way. It has to be. Thank you for calling. And if you want to know about Restore, call 1-800-NEW-LIFE. 1-800-NEW-LIFE. Let's go back to the calls. And um, how about we go to Chuck from Richmond, California. And uh, Chuck, I think you're calling from uh, KFAX, one of the great stations there. How are you and how can we help you? Um, thank you for taking my call. Um, our family is having cri- a crisis now, and that uh, our adult son is struggling with uh, gender identity. Mm-hmm. And although we as parents never, he never appeared to us that he has any feminine disposition, but he's looking to have a sex change. And uh, he has a transition doctor, and he's going through transitioning. Uh, by using um, uh, estrogen therapy. Yeah. So, Whoop. let's see if we can get <laughs> what's I think happening he hung to up. our <laughs> phones here. Um, okay. So here's what we would say: um, it's hard. It's heartbreaking. And if I was this 
father, I would just encourage him to be aware of the growing presence of people that are really, really upset that they transition. I mentioned Preston Sprinkle and Helena. I would have you watch that. It's going to give you some insight. Here's a principle of life that has always proven true for me. No one thing Mm. changes everything. And if you were able to change one thing, then you might start to think, I could change something else that has no downside. That's a pretty serious downside, and a lot of people are miserable. And if you listen to Helena, she'll tell you about the studies and the flaws in them. Alice, uh, what are you thinking here when you hear this call? Well, Steve, we feel so powerless, and we have mm. very limited influence over an adult child. Right. And so I highly recommend, Chuck, and to all the parents going through this, that we try the best we can to apply the principle of checking on the beam in our own eye. Yeah. Because all the work we do as parents to repair the injuries that have occurred in relationship with us impacts our child's view of themselves and their ability to accept themselves for for who they are. And so, Chuck, looking at your relationship with your son and even inviting your son into some family therapy sessions where you actually focus on how it was to be your son, it does so much emotional and spiritual healing work, and it's something you have a modicum of control over. Now, that sounds like if that it's his fault that the son is doing this. That's what I'm hearing. Well, we have to differentiate between the son's ability to make his own choices and to react to pain and imperfect parenting however he will, and that's out of the control of us parents. But parents, we do have to face the fact that none of us have been perfect parents and that even sometimes in the best of our parenting, our children were negatively impacted. They were hurt by us. I was just doing a comfort circle with my own daughter yesterday and she was bringing up yet another pain she experienced in relationship with me. And when I look back at that situation, I can say, I think I was doing the right thing and yet I still hurt my daughter. And so Steve, our, our willingness to enter into repair conversations about that it it has very good but I want to clarify there are people that have been worse than Chuck could ever think about being and their their child isn't going through uh, a sex change children are not robots and I've seen some really crummy outcomes from great parents and I've seen some really great outcomes from people that weren't there or weren't great parents. I don't want Chuck to feel that, um, that he's responsible for this. He has influenced. Uh, we all have influence. find out more information about New Life or to order any of the resources mentioned on today's program, call 1-800-NEW-LIFE. Now back to New Life Live. We're back. And um, talking at the break, Alice was saying that she feels like there's a connection made when we admit our uh, imperfections and failures, but she doesn't want him to feel like 
he's the reason that this son is having a sex change operation transitioning. Is that right, Alice? Our parent, our children's choices are not our fault. We don't have that much power and control over our children, especially our adult children. But the way we've parented has impacted them. And so it is, it's always healing when a parent is willing to look at their part in yes. the family dynamics. Absolutely. All right. Um, we're going to be here. Well, let me see how many calls we can get in before the program is over. Let's go to, how about we talk with Julie? Hi, Julie. Welcome to New Life, and how could we help? Hi, how are you? Great. What's I'm on your mind? You're taking my call. Well, actually, I know you have a short time, and I wanted to share with, with you my testimony. I've been married for 30 years, uh, and we have two children. And um, for, the, for the past uh, two and a half years, or almost two years, I've been having problems with my husband because I never, never thought that he was going to be unfaithful. And the funny thing is that when you cut someone, I mean, the person supposed to say yes, I'm just having an affair or, or admit it, right? In this case, uh, my husband is saying that he's just having a, uh, a pretty friendship with this person. And so, also hold on, hold on, Julie, Julie, are you saying that he is, he has a, you You've seen him with a woman, or uh, you discovered something that he's unfaithful? Correct. Uh, what I discovered was that he was always hiding his phone, and that uh, he never let me see it. And um, one time I was heading to work, and then I he went to take a shower, and I opened the phone, and I saw a message where he said, you know, good morning, my love. The car broke down. And she did okay. not respond that sweet. She said, where? Okay. So, Hold uh, on. I that because we're almost out of time, and I want to give you some direction. Well, I want Becky and Alice to give you some direction here. Becky, what do you think? Yeah. That she discovered, uh, and I guess he's denying that he ever has had an affair. I think one, oh of the, one of the biggest challenges that come in discovery is the disbelief that it could actually be happening. And so then when you ask him you know about this he's going to deny it and then you're going to buy into that but in the back of your head you're going to think this doesn't make sense to me and why can't i have access to your phone and then you discover this um the hard part julie is you know what do you do next and of course (laughs) to do a commercial i would just say you need to come and be with us at restore this weekend because we'll give you tools and community as you've heard but the other thing is you're going to need support moving forward because he's not going to like the truth coming to light without, uh, you know, support as well. He's going to defend himself. And um, But you're in a, a great opportunity for healing and restoration in the marriage if you can move forward in that direction. I would have him go to every man's battle. I mean, you know, we've got tools to help you with this process. But if your question is, what do I do? Those would be the things that I would encourage you to do. Alice, your thoughts? Julie, I'd also ask you to draw a line in the sand, knowing you will likely receive his anger and even rejection from him, but you need more clarity here. And so you might say something like, I care about our marriage in the 30 years that we've had together, and I'm struggling with your relationship with this friend of yours. I need us to get help. 
and I need you to end this friendship. I need you to choose our marriage over your friendship with this woman. Embrace yourself that he may not choose you, but you need to find out what his choice would be when you put it so bluntly. Yeah. Jessica, I want to say this. The worst thing you could do is believe him. He is doing things that you're not a part of. No man should have a relationship with a woman and his wife isn't part of that or knows about that. There's no excuse. And you, you, this text that you saw um, and the word love used, I mean, it's ridiculous for you not to do anything. Mm-hmm. So here's something to do. Like Alice said, here's what's going to happen if you want us to stay married. You are going to call this person in front of me and you're going to tell them you cannot ever have contact with me again. Then we're going to throw your phone away and get you a new number. And you're not to give her that number. And then you're going to go to every man's battle. And if you're not willing to do those things, then you've already divorced me. I'll, I'll get the paperwork done. Hmm. Now that's going to do one of two things. It's going to show you that you are not married to him anymore or it's going to show you he tripped up he made a mistake the boundaries were too loose and he is repentant and he's going to come back and be the husband you want but if you don't do anything nothing is going to get better you have to make a bold move well and steve how many times have we heard women in the same situation make that bold move and amazing things happen you know that he realizes that he's been deluded in his behavior and has caused pain to his wife and is willing to do whatever is necessary to repair and then the marriage is better better than it ever was before and but yet the strength that it's going to take for you julie to take that step forward is going you're going to need you're going to need a community you're going to need people around you because it's it's going to be messy but sometimes it's a great mess because it can be so much better on the other side so i'll send you worthy of her trust you hand it to him and say we can have a marriage when you are worthy of my trust all right i'm glad that you called if you're on the line we're going to be another hour here and i'd love to get to your call but i want to say this it is the lenten season and people give up things for Lent. Mm. How about giving up passivity? Mm. How about giving up acquiescing to everything? How about giving up enabling and facing the tough, courageous challenge in front of you to require somebody to do something, and that requirement might end up you being totally rejected. But God's there for you, you will recover. We'll help you through restore. We'll help you with a counselor. We'll help you with resources. You won't be alone. But to continue to enable evil in your home is never, ever justified. If you need some help, you call us at 1-800-NEW-LIFE. If you support us, we'll send you 100 days to freedom from shame. And if you were able to join Club New Life... We'd send you a little library of 100 days of freedom from and 100 days to character and all sorts of amazing uh, things covered in this library of eight books. We love you, 
and we care about you. Restores this weekend, March 3rd in Dallas, Every Man's Battle. There is nothing wrong with a woman saying, you need to go to this. You need to clean up your act. Lose It for Life is March the 18th. And we're going to talk about what is it that has enabled you or driven you to be overweight, to be out of control. And we're going to help you learn some things that you can do for the rest of your life, keeping it off. But first, we got to deal with that it that is below the eating. If you want to join us in this next hour, 1-800-229-3000. I hope you'll hold on here. Thank you, Becky. Thank you, Alice. God bless you. 1-800-NEW-LIFE if you need some help. Thanks for listening. We hope this program has helped you by giving you insights for handling the challenges you face in your life. We want you to know that we're here for you, but you also need to know that New Life Live is a listener-supported ministry. To make your donation or to get any of the resources mentioned on today's program, call 1-800-NEW-LIFE. That's 1-800-639-5433 or write to us at New Life Ministries, P.O. Box 1029, Lake Forest, California, 92609. Please join us again tomorrow for New Life Live. Today's podcast can be downloaded through iTunes or streamed through your mobile device using the New Life app. Visit newlife.com to download the app today.